from the Improv in Hollywood, it's the Nighttime Show! Tonight, our special guests, star of War and the Ape, Wizards of Waverly Place, and Glee, Mr. Josh Sussman! We also welcome our head writer, Matt Walker! I'm the voice of the Nighttime Show, Mike Black! And now, you know him, you love him, the ball cracker, death on foot, Stephen Kramer Glickman! Yeah! Wow. wow, wow, man. Mike, when you do it, you sure do do it. I do. You do do it, Mike I Black. Do it all over. <laughs> you do it all over. All every, over its face. All over. It's all over the show's face. <laughs> Yeah. That's Ex Mortis, our uh, our wonderful band that's on yeah. tour. We love we love yeah. them and adore them. They're playing them. with Iron Knot. What? No coming up? Kidding. That's yeah. like two. That's two September nineteenth. Wow. In Hollywood, you can go it's see coming Iron right around. That might be too much metal. That's a lot of metal. <laughs> I, I'm gonna time. go. I will be there. I will see two of the nighttime show's favorite bands. That's I awesome. love both those people. They're both terrific. Yeah. Hey, Josh Sussman, how are you, buddy? What you doing? How are you? Oh hey. Uh, <laughs> I'm just in awe of Mike of Mike. I'm just in awe of Mike's announcing skills. Oh, thank they're, you. They're so terrific, <laughs> huh? Even though I no one heard it, but I fucked it up twice before this. <laughs> well, no uh, one has to know that because I was once asked to be the guest announcer, mm-hmm. and I feel like shit now after watching. <laughs> seeing, uh, how it's done. I was just like, it's the nighttime show. Well, that's good too. I like that. No, but that's, the way that's one way to go. That's but the way you did it is wow. That was fun. Uh, he, it's it's the most fun I have all day. But I'm always in danger of having a stroke. <laughs> <laughs> there's, there's always a good chance. I be- it's a possibility. I believe that. I can see that. Your head is yeah, pop it out. That I, sounds realistic. I'm not kidding you, Mike. We I, I have a, a pretty regular basis. I have people turn to me and go. Wow, Mike Black, such a great voice for announcing. He just does such <laughs> yeah. a great job. I'm not kidding you. On a regular basis, I was talking to Nerd Reactor, mm-hmm. and they asked who our announcer was on our show. I really thought Nerd Reactor was a guy you knew <laughs> until you clarified his, his name is Nerd Reactor. <laughs> no, great website. And I was talking to them, and, and uh, one of the first things they asked me was, "Who's your Who's your announcer? Like, who did you get to announce the show?" Uh, for the live show and for the podcast, I said, is Mike Black. Well, that's very sweet. Mike Black Attack. But that, enough mm-hmm. about me. We have an uh, awesome guest. We do. We do. Mm-hmm. From Glee. Uh, I, uh, I, I I always loved watching on War and the Ape. War and the Ape was such a great, fantastic show. That's probably my favorite thing I've ever done. But <sighs> MTV did not promote it, so no one even knew about it. Like People yeah. loved Greg the Bunny, which was what we spun off from. Yeah. They didn't even know we existed. It's so funny how that can happen, because like a, a network network and the studio really choose whether or not people find out it's a thing or not like yeah. there are tv shows that come on the year uh, every single year that that like you know maybe you see like a bus ad for at some point and then nothing and are then, you just bringing a bus ad so you can talk about you being in a bus ad no no <laughs> there is that tv show that's coming out about the pitcher what's that show called about the pitching the pitcher oh the the one about the first female pitcher in the major leagues whatever it's called yeah it's like how long what's that gonna do how many days? Yeah, like two oh, episodes. Two probably. episodes, and it's gonna be gone. Like there's probably. no promo for it. No, I haven't seen one preview for it. You know, it no probably idea. won't even make it to the release date of Storks, the new Disney. Hey. Film. <laughs> no, it's Warner Brothers. Warner Brothers. Warner Brothers. <laughs> <laughs> it's a wonderful film for families. Mike like to show how much we people. actually pay attention to what you say. I know to us. you really don't. It's, it's a it's cartoon. A, I make it. It's yeah. all Disney to me. <laughs> <laughs> if it's a cartoon, if it's not Disney, it's about to be acquired by Disney. Yeah, it'll it's a get matter of time. 
super funny. And <laughs> the voice actors in that movie sure are talented. Boy, are they. <laughs> oh, Josh. Yeah. Joshua, you were just complaining right before we started. Not complaining, but you did make a statement that Matt Walker referred to you on, oh, yes. on Facebook. Would you mm-hmm. like to repeat this story, please? Well, that's well, actually... The reason I had an agenda coming here tonight, I wanted right. a, an opportunity to talk to Matt about okay. a couple of things yeah. where okay. he can't run away. I get and, that. Okay, I'm stuck here now. Okay. Uh, a couple <laughs> weeks ago, I had a wonderful lunch with Fred Stoller. Love Fred, Fred Stoller. Fred Stoller, terrific guy. By the way, everyone out there, if you are a fan of the entertainment business, and I assume you are if you're listening to this, go pick up his book called Maybe We'll Have You Back. Uh, which was sort of an expanded version of his uh, Kindle single called My Seinfeld Year, which started off with him writing about being a writer on Seinfeld. But this basically explores his entire career about being a guest star, and he has great stories about every single show that he's been on, including Everybody Loves Raymond and Seinfeld and a lot of just fantastic shows, Murphy Brown. And if you need like a a reference of what Fred Solar sounds like, he sounds kind of like Ray Romano, but (laughs) a little bit bit more quiet and not... He Great takes, guy. He's Love a Fred lot Stoller. slower than And he Ray. reads the, the for his Kindle book. He reads the audio, but then the on audio it, book, yeah. But on the other one, maybe we'll have you back. He doesn't read the audio. Oh, who read it for that one? Someone who tried to sound like him. But after listening to the whole thing, it's like, I am him. I relate to him so <laughs> yeah, see, much. I, just, I read the book. I, I just read the, the hard copy. I yeah, I had someone list, read it to me before bedtime. Oh, that's okay. nice. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and I was like, I I want to have lunch with in the book. He talked mm-hmm. about going to the Grove regularly. So yeah. I wrote him on Facebook and I said, I just read your book and I want to eat lunch with you at the Grove. <laughs> <laughs> and we, and I, this, I wasn't a stranger writing. Yeah. We worked on Wizards right. before. Yeah. And, um, so he said yes. And then I decided it'll be fun trying to be on my social media. I posted a photo of us. Mm-hmm. And then Matt Walker <laughs> leaves. Motherfucking Matt Walker. Oh, God. What did he do? What did this man do? He left a comment. <gasps> oh, him and his little comments. Yeah. yeah. His precious mm. little comments. Always <laughs> commenting. Always commenting. Would you like to know what he said? What did he I say? I would like to know. Matt? I believe it was something along the lines of, uh, I wish I was there to witness the most awkward lunch ever. Now... That implies Jesus. I'm not always good at picking up on signals, but that, I'm, I'm getting the impression you're telling me that I'm awkward. Yes. Well, <laughs> here's the deal, uh, Josh. Am I, am I? You are. You are. But you're professionally awkward. You're great. It is, you That's are one of the things we love about you. We called in for the awkward guy. Yeah, and what there's do, nothing wrong say? about that. That's a fine. That's a fine. And you're at the top of that. Field. And you know what? Well, thank you. Yeah. And, and I read that at first. I was thinking, what a rude comment. <laughs> but sure. Then I was I flash. That. But then I was flashing back to the lunch. And I was like, there's a kernel of truth here. <laughs> it's just you and him, just like, do you want to get uh, soup? But we both got the lunch special. Share a salad. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, now, what was the lunch special? Uh, well, there's different options for the lunch special. There were like oh, three different no. options, but mm-hmm. I got like that's a lot to pick from. <laughs> I got like soup and half a sandwich, but it was well, kind of like, do you want to go there? Nice. Well, if you like it, well, I like it. Do you want to go there? Well, I don't know. <laughs> and we were both trying to please the other mm-hmm. one. So when I was like, oh, mm, Matt is a smart man. His, <laughs> his insults are, are so accurate. Smart. It's not yeah. an insult. There, it you know what? His, right, no, right. his insults are infuriatingly truthful. Like you're so <laughs> yeah. real. Like he nails it on the head every single time well that's um, not the 
Yeah, oh, no, he's the yeah. best. He's the best, but he's also the worst. I'm, I'm the best worst friend. Yeah. Well, well that's uh, speaking. That brings me to my next point. I wanted to discuss a few different things with Matt. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, right. let's yeah, get let's, into let's it. Let's get into it. Let's have a therapy session. Let's go. So, well, as soon <laughs> couples as couples therapy, me and Josh Sussman at couples yeah. therapy. Here we go. <laughs> yeah. So as soon as me and my girlfriend broke up, mm-hmm. Matt swoops in to ask her out on a date. No, wow. no that's not Whoa. what happened. That's not what happened. Wow. Now wait, hang on, hang on a second. We gotta, we gotta really discuss this. Josh, how long were you with uh, your girlfriend? Four years. He was with his girlfriend, whose name we're not going to mention. Her name is does not exist. So on we'll the go show. back and edit that part out. Yeah, sure. Brian, you'll bleep that. Uh, all right, so you, uh, you, you, you I had a girlfriend for four years. Girlfriend for four we would years. be at social functions. Matt was always there, and now I'm one. It was the whole time. He's just waiting. <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, all right, what so happened explain was, the story, Matt. You guys broke Defend up yourself. in like December or something? June. June. You're six months off. I, I don't remember what it was, but... <laughs> it was then... June 2014. Okay. And Matt decided it was Christmas in July. Because <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I didn't see Josh or his girlfriend after that for, for months. Like, I didn't see either one of them, and I'd heard through the grapevine that they'd broken up, but they it were still friends. It hasn't been months. It was June. It's August now. No, no it's 2014. Oh, no, this is 2014. Two years ago. I waited a so, long so time to June. ask Matt about this. Right, so so this then, fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, I ran into both of them at the premiere of a short film that Stephen Glickman had made. Right. Which was like six or nine months after that breakup had happened. And then I was talking to the to all of all everyone there. Right. And then, uh, hey, here's Bleep. my number. Give me a call sometime. Oh. Uh, okay. Yeah, believe the name. I'm sorry. I shouldn't have said the name. So I was like, okay. And I got in touch with her and we went out one time. We met for a drink and that was it. Okay. Nothing even happened. Yeah. All right. No kissing. No. Hand holding. No. Shaking hands. Shaking hands. Yes. We hugged. Furtive glances. Okay. Uh, I don't know. Maybe a fur- I probably gave her a furtive glance. I don't think I got a furtive <laughs> glance back. Yeah, you know, here's the thing is, at, at that point, you guys had been broken up for how long? You were already dating other people at that point because I heard some of those stories. Oh, yes. Oh. oh. Well, you know, that kind of changes it a little, Josh. If you were it already does. dating other people. Oh, I mean, I'm allowed to see as two. I was yeah. just always wondering. I just, it's just a I tricky, want- it is a tricky thing when yeah, it's somebody that's close I, I to you. I wasn't trying to weasel in on anything. I was... I just wanted to know if he was always just waiting in no, the earring. I was not. That does make it awkward, man. <laughs> yeah. It, yeah, a little bit. Most awkward podcast ever. <laughs> We're going for it now. No, you know, we just I just experienced a thing where a uh, a girl that I'm friends with uh wanted to date a guy that we're friends with mm-hmm. and another girl that I'm friends with said no you can't date her because you can't date him because I'm dating I dated mm-hmm. him and so then she didn't date him but her cousin fucked him and so <laughs> didn't date him just, it, fun, they just, just fucked him <laughs> but these are it was like it was all within we're all friends we're all very close friends yeah. all of yeah. us and it, it sometimes that gets a little uh, sometimes it's it gets a little tricky it gets a little tricky yeah. it's a little tricky but it's you know it's also it's also one of the things that like a date and a hangout or getting a drink with somebody yeah. is not always like a real date sometimes it's just that they are spending time together because maybe maybe they're exploring what the future could be. You know what? Uh, I uh, I went out with my dear friend, a uh, very close friend of mine, who is not in this room. I went out with his sister oh, without asking him. And uh, and then after uh, I hooked up with her, I asked him 
if it was okay. Man and, code and, violations. Yep. And, wow. he, and he said, uh, the fuck it's okay. Absolutely not. Under yeah. no circumstance. And I went, yeah, no, I would never, I would never do that. Ever. Was this when you called Steven. me uh, wondering how to doctor karate wounds? <laughs> yes. <laughs> like I was like, how after? do you? Yes. So if someone's yes. listening to this podcast, <laughs> because he'd probably be able to figure it out. Yeah. Yeah. His name is uh, Jerry and we used to live together. <laughs> it's okay. Uh, it was a long time ago. Anyways, we should skip over this. <laughs> God, See, like, can you just bleep the last two minutes of this now? Please? Yeah, hey, Brian. <laughs> Brian, make a, set a marker for uh, for deleting that one. All right, I don't want to get stabbed to death in my sleep. <laughs> Roughly the last 35 minutes. Be okay, let's just start over from the media. It's the Live. time show. But while we're talking about dating, can I ask sure. you, this is a real question. Yes. Um, sometimes I think I'm too polite. And I met someone just on the streets on Hollywood Boulevard who was a fan and mm-hmm. he wanted to take a picture with me, and he okay. tagged me on Instagram, and then he entered my DMs and was just asking, he said, I'd love to pick your brain and get a drink or something, or coffee. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, sure, and I'm was being very polite. Date? Well, here's, I'm figuring, okay, it's just someone who wants to be in mm-hmm. show business and they want things. But He then, was doing to you what you did to Fred Stoller, you thought. No, but then, then, mm-hmm. he starts calling me handsome and talking about getting to know me, oh. and now I'm realizing... This guy, I think he's flirting with me, mm-hmm. mm. and I probably at the beginning I didn't maybe let him on by saying like I'm in, like I'm into it. Sure, sure. I wonder sure. if he is a friendly. fan, and I'm just being friendly. But now it's I have I kind of ignored his last message. Just once he called me, once he called me handsome, and like I don't know what to say. Like, is it rude to be like, well, I'm, I'm to tell him I'm not gay? I'm not homophobic, not, but I don't want to come off homophobic. To tell him it's you're not gay. Rude to say you're not gay. I no, think but then that's assuming. Tell him. Because if you don't tell him, he might be expecting something more. But if you tell him right away, now that like is now that you've got this impression, you should just tell him right away, like rip the bandaid off. Yeah. But he because never- if you let it go on, then he's going to get more and more involved in this idea about what he wants to have happen. Want to see a picture? Let's see a picture of this. Let's see a picture of your boyfriend. Josh, hey! <laughs> Josh if I might, uh, a very important point. With all the political correctness out there, it's very confusing. It is never rude to say, I'm not gay. <laughs> Unless you're coming, that's the one that, time you yeah. really—it's too late at that point. You if you're getting, if you're in getting, yeah. a, if you're ha- getting a blowjob, right? Yeah. Hey, at I'm that point, gay. and you say, "Hey, I'm not gay," that's a little politically. Now correct. you're leading him on. Yeah, okay. I Let's agree. See. I agree, hundred percent. Oh, you look—you uh, make a very nice couple. Let me take. Let me take a look. I want to uh, see what he looks like. Matt, do you ever get hit on by fellas? Do you ever get hit on? No, never. Oh, this is a good-looking fella. He's got. He's got. I don't get hit on by the whole anyone. Thing going on. So. What about what about you? You never you ever get hit? hit oh on? yeah, I get the bear heat. The, oh yeah, you <laughs> and me. I can imagine. Yeah, if you guys yeah. go to Silver Lake, it's probably just uh, beat him off with a stick. But then I'll show you the direct messages. But no, it's because he yeah. didn't outright say, "Hey, I want to date you. I want to be with you." Then by me telling, but then think about it. Josh, I would support this couple. When, when uh, you guys could share hair products and stuff. <laughs> Absolutely. So, Josh, what, like Relaxer. when you date women, yeah. do you yeah. tell them, like, hey, I want to date you? Like, do you explicitly state that? I don't think people don't say that, right? No, I don't know. I did, I though. When I we and Rachel to got do. together, I, we, we made I want d- to date you. I, no, we said <laughs> we are getting into a relationship. That is the choice. Like, we literally said mm-hmm. those words. But she's kind of like to, that. She is yeah, very... Rachel's very direct. She's very direct. <laughs> it was like, you know, there was, it was like, uh, do you want to be in a long-term relationship with me? 
Yes or no? <laughs> and I was like, yes, I do. Did, All right. did you like Initial give her a here. note? Initial here, sign here. <laughs> did, yeah. did you have a note that was like two check boxes? Like, do you like me? Check, check yes, yes or check no. no. I think I no. want to love someone. I, I remember having to get that. I'm ready to love someone. <laughs> Are you ready to love somebody, buddy? I'm ready to give my love to well, someone. Give this guy a chance. No, <laughs> <laughs> he was a nice give guy. Give him a chance. Uh, uh, Matt, you know, real quick before we continue, um, I had a weird thing recently. I had a, another fireball moment. A fireball moment? Yeah, you know, like a fireball moment. That's like when you drink fireball whiskey and then uh, just, you know, something amazing and extraordinary happens. Mm-hmm. You know, like cause it, when you drink fireball whiskey, you never know. Yeah, what's crazy happen. stuff happens. Crazy right. stuff happens. Yeah, no, it's true. So, um, you know, we were uh, we were doing the nighttime show live and having this you know great time, and everybody was having fun. And as the night was coming to an end here at the you know Hollywood Improv, mm-hmm. I uh, I did uh, uh, two shots, mm-hmm. you know, at the bar. Um, really great stuff, and uh, of uh, of the of Fireball. And then uh, I started wandering to my car, but somehow I got lost on Melrose. I turned down a corner. I turned another corner. I turned a different way, and I ended up in this forest. Um, mm-hmm. which I, I guess now is a park that's nearby, but I, uh, it was a much bigger park than I've ever seen before. Mm-hmm. So now I'm wandering through this park at like two o'clock in the morning. It's very, very dark and I can see the trees and you can hear, you know, everything buzzing. And I swear to you, out of nowhere, I see Bigfoot. Wow. Yeah. Like the Bigfoot. The Bigfoot. He comes. Did he look like uh, Harry and the Henderson's He Bigfoot? was ve- like, just like, just like that. <laughs> wow. Like very kind of ape-like, but very, very tall, really huge muscles and gigantic. And he comes around the corner and I froze. I was very scared. All yeah. Right? I think if you see Bigfoot, you got to stop. Oh yeah. Yeah. I stopped. I got real scared and I look over and I go, I go, oh my gosh. Uh, I go, Bigfoot, it's, it, it, are you Bigfoot? Yes. Bigfoot. That's what Yeti he said. Bigfoot. I said, oh, wow. Uh, well, uh, hey there, Bigfoot. It's a, it's a pleasure to meet you. Pleasure to meet you. No pictures. Oh. <laughs> I can't. I don't. Everyone wants a selfie. I don't have time. I can't. They put on the Instagram the whole thing, and they always the wrong filter. Do they face swap with it. you? Always. Uh, Every, they, I face can't the they do. They face swap with him. I it's can't a- go five minutes without the face swap. I don't like it. And you don't even think, they, like, you wouldn't even think the app would be able to recognize the face because it's so right. enormous and, the and kids, different. They have no class. They just take the picture. They don't, hi, how are you? My name's Marty, what have you. No, they just, they just start, take a picture. Start flashing they take right, a picture. Away. right away. It's the, so rude. Oh, the photo bomb. Don't get me started I, on the photo bomb. It's too much. Sometimes they do uh, fingers over your head. That sure. They do bunny ears. I'm trying to eat a unicorn, and I, halfway through, these kids come up, and they get behind me with the thing. Thing and the, oh the, yeah we're gonna hashtag oh, I can't have it so basically I get I Matt you know I was mm-hmm. I was very hungry and so I turned to Bigfoot and I said uh, hey Bigfoot do you want to maybe go to Cantor's I would love to go to Cantor's yeah mm-hmm. it turns out Bigfoot is like a huge fan of Cantor's of course yeah he's like he said his favorite kind of fish is. Gefilte, uh, gefilte fish. fish. Gefilte fish. Yeah, yeah, so we go there. We have some gefilte fish. We have a nice matzo ball soup. A nice soup. I had one more shot of fireball whiskey, mm-hmm. and out of nowhere, out of nowhere, I'm not kidding you, he vanished. Wow. Yeah, I'm telling you, fireball whiskey, you never know what kind of adventures you're going to have. I don't pay the check. 
you know, Josh, uh, ser- on a serious note, Josh, uh, Mike, you don't know this story. Josh, yeah. let me ask you a question. Josh, sure. Do real- it. Do it. I know that you and me went to Disneyland together, and it was epic. You knew everything that was going on. I hadn't been He's in a, a very Disney long fanatic. time. You are kind of a Disney. Now, now, I'm not saying you're not a Drake Bell. Drake Bell goes every week, couple times a week. Sometimes, well, like see he him goes, there. See yeah, him he goes before. a lot. How often do you go? And you worked for Disney a little bit, right? Can we? You worked on a couple shows. Yeah, well, yeah, well, that's some of their animated things. Some of, like Sweet Life of Zach and Cody, Wizards of Waverly Place. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, some ABC shows. What were they like to work for? They're great. Yeah, they're like uh, such. And I don't know if it's unique to Disney or just like the kids shows in general. Like you or yeah. on Nickelodeon, I think some of the. Uh, the shows I've done for Disney are so warm and friendly, and it feels like a family, and it's... I loved it. The, like, that might be my dream job. I'd love to be a regular on a sitcom. Oh, yeah, mm-hmm. man. I have no doubt that you will be. You're very, very funny, very funny fella. Oh, um, but you like going to Disneyland a lot. How often do you go? Well, it's different all the time. I, I Sometimes I could go a month without going. There could be times where I go three times in a week. Wow. Amazing. But it's... It's you know, I know it probably sounds crazy, but it's different than someone who's going for the first time and they go all day and they want to get go on every single ride. Mm-hmm. Where there's always different new things and different. So events. can you have a pass? You can just go and be like, I'm just going to go on Splash Mountain and Space Mountain, just the mountains, mountain rides. Like the last time I was there a couple weeks ago, I, don't, I maybe only I was there for twelve hours and only went on one ride. Do you bring a what date? Do you do the rest of the time, eat and there's <laughs> try different foods and walk around and mm-hmm. sometimes there's well there's shows. See, I haven't been to Disneyland since 1995 was the last time I oh, went. Yeah, oh, yeah. You're missing out. They were building Indiana Jones last time I was Matt, there. Matt, would you like to change this? No, I don't really care. Matt, come on. It's Matt. a lot of fun. I've been to Knott's. What I took about- Glickman with me to Knott's. It was which no, is the worst experience. That is not mm-hmm. the better park. I like Knott's. You well, see what I did? Well, Knott's was great, except for <laughs> the time when we experience. tried to get on a ride and Glickman didn't fit. That's true. Oh, I could see that we, happening. We waited in line for like 20 minutes. We got up to Ghost Rider. <laughs> it was Ghost Rider. And then we tried to sit in the chair, and the fucking thing wouldn't close on me. <laughs> and Nicolas Cage laughed at you. Yeah. <laughs> and we stood up, and I just had to walk all the way back. And, and I still went on the ride. And he still went on the ride I without me. Now. And then he and then he tried to make me feel better, so he bought me a uh, funnel cake. A funnel Which cake. Which he said was the first funnel cake. I he ever never had. eaten a funnel cake. So he. I got this fat I, not eating funnel yeah, cake. Like, how do you not fit on a ride without eating funnel cake? It seems like that would be a prerequisite. His yeah. remedy for this horrible situation was <laughs> I to make thought... you fatter. I know. Yeah. That was... I know. Okay. It's shocking. I make I make bad food choices. Um, I like but, I, but I like I don't really like Knott's Berry Farm in comparison. Like it. it's, it's okay. Western. Yeah, I like that. It's like a tra- traditional park. I, I mean, Disneyland is it's more of a beautiful. An I'm just such a fan of the boysenberry. I like going to where it was invented. Oh, you're so weird. <laughs> you're I love so, boysenberries. See, that's the difference, Josh. You're awkward, but he's fucking weird. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Old and weird. He likes weird stuff. This he show. True. He does. He says things to me. Oh, I was watching TV today. What are you watching? Paint drying. <laughs> What? Oh, Not it's a great dry. TV show. Dear, okay. Dear earlier John today, I'll tell you what close. I watched earlier today. What did you I watch? I watched uh, Martha Stewart's Baking, Holy fucking which is Martha shit. Stewart teaching you how to bake cakes. It's I him like watching food cook. No, oh, I watch cooking shows all the time. Yeah. I no. watched uh, Cooks Illustrated. Great show. Mary's Test Kitchen. So another, co- you watch two back-to-back cooking shows. Oh, yeah. Shows. yeah back-to-back do you bake? Cooking shows. Yeah, I do. Okay. 
I watched what's it called? I watched uh, One Day at a Time today. Oh, it's a good show. Yeah, I watched it for uh, four minutes, and then I went. I went. If I watch any more of this, I'm going to kill myself. (laughs) Right. And then I I flipped the channel and I started watching an old episode of uh, which was that show? Different strokes. No, no, no. What was the game show? The game show. Match game. (laughs) Match game. Oh, that's the best. So I'm watching Match Game. Gene Rayburn. Gene Rayburn, the host, walks up to this girl. I've never seen this show. I've never watched. No, no. You're talking about Richard. Dawson Family Feud. Richard That's Dawson Family Feud. Yeah. Richard Dawson on Family Feud. The late great kisses Richard Dawson. everybody. He walks up to this young twenty-something-year-old girl and, and he, he goes, kisses her on the he lips. Goes, he goes, "Well, hi there, miss." Kisses her right on the lips. Yeah, yeah. And then he goes down and kisses the other girl on the lips. Yeah. yeah. And then he kisses the wife on the, on the lips. How you doing, my dear? And then he'd kiss her right in the face. And what? Then he, yeah. Then he I think goes Richard over to Dawson. the mom and just gr- grabs her by the tits. And, How are you, lovely yeah. lady? Oh, and my God. Like, I think Richard Dawson is responsible for like 90% of the cold sores in the 70s. Oh, yeah. Oh, I absolutely. D- I discovered myself watching reruns of that show. Really? <laughs> That's what? how my bo- I first became aware of my body and... Wait, watching what, what's happening? Family Feud? Watching Richard Dawson <laughs> Richard molest half of America. <laughs> I'm just kidding. That was a silly <laughs> such a joke. Good, oh. Such a weird thing and great thing to say. Now, but Richard tell Dawson you- had the best response to Arnold Schwarzenegger's I'll Be Back Ever in, in Running Man, where you know he was the, the host of a lethal game show. Yeah. Arnold grabs him and goes, I'll be back. And he goes, only in a rerun. <laughs> hits the oh! button and sends him off. Shit. A great movie. That is great. Also starring Jesse the Body Ventura. Jesse the Body Ventura. Uh, National Lampoon's European Vacation, and they make fun of Richard Dawson at the beginning of that movie because they're on the game show. And the game show host. Uh, which is played by the guy who was Gomez Adams in the old TV show. I forget his name. Oh, jo- John Aston. John Aston yeah. plays the game show host, and he basically like makes out with Beverly D'Angelo, uh, who's the mom, and then right. the daughter. Yeah. He's like dipping her down and like almost copping a feel. As part of the show, like because they're making yeah. fun of Richard Dawson doing that. You know, Richard. They mentioned Richard Dawson in uh, the the famous Wu Tang Clan "Ain't Nothing to Fuck With" song. Oh, really? Yep. They mentioned his name right in the middle of it. Very cool. I, I tell he, you. Uh, he was in the top ten on my all time favorite game show host list when I compiled it. This is what I'm saying. So weird. I love old. that he has a top <laughs> ten game show list. I Look, honestly, number one, Gene wait, Rayburn. Wait, did you compile this because uh, a magazine asked you to, or a website? I, I or... did. I put it in a blog on MySpace okay. back in the day. Yeah. No. This and, and, is. I was you, trying you really how, hard to make Mike, this sound <laughs> legit. I went fifty deep on my game show host list. Holy shit! Are you serious? Yeah. Who's the now, worst? Who's the worst? Now, wait. Did you get any backlash from, <laughs> from yeah. the readership? About, how <laughs> no, dare no, you? How dare you? <laughs> number 37? How was Wink Martindale only number seven? What the? Where was Bob, where was Bob Barker on your list? Bob Barker was uh, number three on my list. Ooh. Okay. Which is controversial. People would say he's number one, but I think Gene Rayburn is a clear number one. Now, uh, the what, number two, what show did Gene Rayburn host? Match Game. Okay. Uh, he's the best. I love yeah. Gene Rayburn. He's what do you think of Alex Trebek? Thing. He was my number two. Which a lot of people would say is too high, but I'm a big fan of a pompous game show host. Yeah. Because like, he's just pompous and he acts like he knows everything and he's like condescending when people don't know the answer. He was. He was kind Which of the heel. Yeah, of, I love of him. Game show host. He was he's the great. rowdy Roddy Piper of yeah, game show Yeah, he's awesome. I, lo- I love his pronunciation. What about Pat Sajak? Where'd Pat Sajak fit in? He was around like 15. Yeah. I think Philbin. he's great on Wheel of Fortune, but he's sort of limited. That's his only. He's kind of smarmy. Yeah, yeah I'm about- with Josh on this. What about Regis Feldman? Yeah. Regis was uh, in the top 20. I like Regis. Yeah, As he, he should be. But like the, the all-time you? worst, by the way, if you want to know who the worst game show host of all time is, yeah. it's Terry Crews. 
Oh, really? Terry Crews hosted Who Wants to Be a Millionaire for a while, which is the worst decision ever <laughs> yeah. in the history of game shows. Because there's nobody worse for that style of show than Terry Crews, because he would just yell the questions at the people. Yeah. And yeah, they'd be all, like, very, scared. I would be, be intimidated. Yeah. That, like, is that your final answer? Yes. Is that your final answer? <laughs> it was like that. It was I'm crazy. I'm so sorry. Uh, yeah. Wait, quick. Regis Feldman. You ever, know, you ever hear my Regis Feldman story? You ever hear that story? Uh, I'm sure I have. I think I you probably recall. have. Mike, did you ever hear this story? Probably. Real quick. I have, right. and I want to Josh real quick. Tell it to me. Uh, the year is 1997. Mm-hmm. I'm 18 years old. I just moved to Los <laughs> Angeles. I'm going to the American Academy of Dramatic Arts. Mm-hmm. And I go over for dinner and meet my aunt and uncle at Chin Chin's on Sunset mm-hmm. Boulevard over by right, Sunset don't Plaza. Don't be racist. What's the place called? <laughs> 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 oh, Matt, oh, Mike Black, you oh. make me laugh. You're the best. So I go over there. I'm walking into the restaurant for a nice lunch to talk to my aunt and uncle about what I'm enjoying at school. And as I'm walking in, I see Regis Feldman is sitting outside the restaurant eating uh, lunch at Chin Chin's. And I go, oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. Regis Feldman, I'm such a huge fan. He goes, uh, n- no, no. And I go, I'm, I go, I go, <laughs> no, I go, no. I go, listen, I don't want to bother you. I'm sorry. I know you're eating lunch and I don't want to be rude, but wow, it's so cool. I love the work that you've done in New York. Like your musical theater work is incredible. Your hosting is incredible. You're such a, you know, such a talent. And I know you've been in the business for such a long time. Uh, you know, uh, I, I love you, Regis. I think you're the coolest. And he goes, uh, I'm, I'm not Regis. And I go, I go, yeah, yeah, you are. You don't have to be nerd. I mean, you don't have to be like, you know, weird. Like, mm-hmm. you don't have to feel weird about it. We're in Hollywood. This is where all the actors are, right? So, you don't. And he goes, I'm not, I'm not Regis Feldman. I go, I go, you're, you are Regis, you are Regis Feldman. <laughs> and he goes, no, I'm George Hamilton. <laughs> and I, and I said, the Colonel. And I said, from the Jenny McCarthy show. Oh, wow. Kicking and, him when he's down. And he said, yeah, that's what I'm from. <laughs> and I went, okay. You started Awkward Celebrity Interactions like very young. I really did. Yeah. I've had a, you co- had a bunch of them. I've had a lot of bad celebrity interactions. I, you know most of them. Yeah. Can I confess one of my celebrity interactions? What, what mm-hmm. Bad interactions. Bad interactions. Sure, that, yeah. I've never talked about this publicly before. We'll talk and about I just, it. I want to get it off. I feel bad about get it. Get it off your chest, Josh. Get your chest, Josh. Okay, I, I was. You think I'm socially awkward now? I used to be even more socially awkward. Um, so I'm in an elevator with Tiffany Amber Thiessen. Yeah, uh, we were working together on What About Brian, which is an ABC show, mm-hmm. and this was right after the Dustin Diamond sex tape came out. Okay, and I didn't realize it would be inappropriate to ask about it. So, <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know how you could realize that. You're right. Yeah, I don't know. I'm, I'm Everybody not... was talking about it. At yeah, the time. of course. It's only fair. To... So we're in the elevator. So I ask her. So what did you did you watch the Dustin Diamond sex tape? That's how you. That's how you broached the up. subject. I, I maybe not word for word, but basically, just but, out of the blue. You said it like it was a sports game. So did you catch the, <laughs> the Dustin Diamond? Exactly. Yeah, it was casual, and that then second inning was incredible. Yeah, it didn't cross my mind that she was ignoring me. So I asked a little louder. I figured, okay, she probably didn't hear <laughs> me. She's in her own thoughts. Maybe she could didn't have, register. Uh, there could have been other people in the elevator. Uh-huh. So it wasn't until the third time that I asked her that I realized she's ignoring this question. Because before this, um, <laughs> she was delightful and would speak to me, and she acknowledged my existence. Right. After that, she never looked at me the same again. Wow. Yeah. 
So was that inappropriate? So Josh, why is this. that inappropriate did, to ask did her? Did you watch the Dustin yes. Benton sex tape? All of it. Really? <laughs> what did you say? I didn't. All of it. <laughs> I grew up with Saved by the Bell, so... So you want to see Screech having sex? Well, I still... Yes. You want to see okay. what's ha- we want to see what's happening. Uh, I, did I, you not see it? No. I watched a, I watched a couple of minutes. I watched about I two also, minutes. I didn't watch Saved by the Bell either. So. Okay, so it's not important oh, to you. Yeah. And at this point, the I still... As I came to this was watching Showgirls. <laughs> I did watch Showgirls. Yeah. Oh, of course. Yeah. Of course I've seen Showgirls. I saw that in the movie theater. I, I still had my... I'm the only person. You're the, you're the $12 that movie made right there. Yes. I still had my flower at this point. So, like, it's educational. Like, it's like a documentary. It's learning where oh, things go. Oh, your flower. Oh, like we that were... flower. Okay. We, oh. Mike and I just had a realization you at the same still, time. Uh, I was still... I was an innocent still, lady at that time. I was an innocent young boy. This was probably, like, 2006. Okay. Okay. So, so okay. All right. I was innocent. No, but why? Like, okay, it wasn't appropriate you to ask her. But why is it inappropriate? To your urges, face uh, or nature. Right. Why? What's the yeah. reason it's inappropriate? She was on a show with him, so it's it's an acquaintance. She knows him. I think asking a uh, woman you're working with if she's seen a sex tape is probably inappropriate. But it's someone yeah. she knew and worked with for five years. Mm-hmm. So you I think, think there's the a curiosity? You, would, you could ask about that is say, wow. Crazy news about Dustin Diamond, huh? Instead yeah, of asking like, if she's seen it, you can broach the yeah. subject and perhaps she might give some insight as to it without saying, did you watch the, the sex tape itself? Why well, meant no and, harm you know, it with was it. A tricky, it seemed like a tricky thing, too, because all of everybody that does these like kid shows, they uh, they try they either try to distance themselves from mm-hmm. them 100%. Like Miley. Like example. Miley Cyrus. Or who like just, what Bella Thorne is doing now. Right. But even with Miley, I mean, Miley broke it in half. Yeah. She was like, oh, I'm going to uh, smoke weed out of a, you know, a baby doll and set, a, and you know, dance set a, naked on stage. dance naked on yeah. stage and set a unicorn on fire. Like she's, yeah. you know, she went full tilt the opposite yes. direction and completely changed the way that people look at her. But then you have people like Mario Lopez who went like spent his entire career being respectful, really respectful of what people mm-hmm. know him from. He doesn't look that much different than how he did when mm-hmm. he was then. And that's a long, long time ago. And he just kind of rode out the fame of that and, and uh, has turned it into like a career of, of being, you know, known as Mario Lopez. Like he's, yeah. he's not a fame. Like Mario Lopez is no longer like a famous actor. He's a famous person. Yes. You know, yeah. and so with someone like Tiffany Amber Thiessen, she actually tried to distance herself from the movie. Yes. She did 90210 and mm-hmm. Melrose Place and all these other shows. And so she's tried, 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 tried to break that off so that people don't remember that that's who she is anymore. But this wasn't in a and, public thing. This wasn't. Well, a yeah, prim- but the problem is, is then a sex tape comes out and suddenly everybody everybody remembers everybody her, remembers from, her that from that. And they don't remember yeah. from anything else anymore. I just had it happen with uh, with Big Time Rush where I did one of them have a sex tape steven no but i said Did you watch james no. maslow's sex tape steven no no no, no but i said something online about the show and then mm-hmm. one of the guys uh reached out to me and was like hey stop stop bringing it up stop <laughs> bringing the show up to people and was like really uncomfortable you were asked about it in an interview and i was asked about yes. it in an interview like did i think we could have a reunion and would we go back and do more and i was like yeah i think everyone would be happy to do it and one of the guys was like not not Stoked. You know what they should do? They should do a reunion, but recast his part. That'd I be love hysterical. It when they do that. 
like don't you love when they do reunion shows like that and there's one person who holds out so they recast them like the brady bunch yeah when they did that and they had to recast uh, it's uh, cindy who never wants to do it right it was Jan. 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 So they she had to recast Eve Jan. Plum. Eve Plum hated it. Movies where like the Brady sisters got married or whatever when they had those movies. The Brady Brides, right? Yeah, yeah. And then they had to recast her because she just wants nothing to do with the show. So were they able to get Cousin Oliver back? I don't know. <laughs> you know, you know uh, I would have just got Paul Williams. Yeah. Just, <laughs> just get Mike Black to play Cousin Williams. Hell yeah. I just hope Cousins they get Mary Kate and Ashley Ivan for Black. Fuller House. Yeah, they're not coming back. They're not coming and back. And they're not recasting either because... They only need one of them. They don't even need both anymore. They only needed both because they were little kids and they couldn't... Why don't they get the other Olsen that can act? Yeah, that's, a, that's not a bad idea. I used to have a huge crush. No. It's like those... Like, uh, what's his name? Stamos has moved on yeah. repeatedly throughout his career. I mean, that guy has done... Every, I mean, he was, he was, Beach Boys now. Yeah, yeah, well, he was on ER for all that yeah. time, and then he just did big show after big show after yeah. big show. He did Glee. He got a lot of, yeah, he got a lot of respect for being, you know, he a, does Dan a, and Oikos commercials. Yeah, now, people wait, like is, him. Is he on Fuller House? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. He's the producer. He's, oh, all right. Yeah, he owns so he moved part on of the show. He yeah. moved back. Right, yeah, and and uh, and Saget did like his. He did an interesting thing and like went off and he hosted stand a very good and... underrated game show. In fact, he was in my top twenty-five game show hosts. On what? My list. What show? Saget. The hundred one versus one hundred. One versus one hundred was a great TV show. Where is Howie Mandel? Howie in Mandel Vegas. was like thirty-five no. on the list. Oh, sorry. below Saget. Yeah, partially because uh, the show was not as getting... good. I'm glad you're finally getting challenged on some of these. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I, I love a good game show debate. I'm I'm all for it. Um, no, we don't. Wait, wait. Why is Saget way above Mandel? <laughs> well, I think Bob Saget hosted uh, a, a far superior show in that I respect shows where people have to display knowledge rather than uh, just randomly pick numbers. Um, That's true. That's very true. I think the Bob Saget really helped propel one versus 100 he made that show good in that you have this i mean you have a hundred people that somebody's competing against and you have to find a way to make those hundred people interesting to the home audience that's very difficult to do because you don't get to have any personal connection with them while on uh deal or no deal Kyle mandel was just dealing with the one competitor and they had the banker who's sort of like the evil character and they had the models but they didn't really do that much with the models. Do that much, yeah. And I'm going to ask you. I was on like, that set. You know, I went to the set of Deal or No Deal when with, with Nodder. Yeah, I went there with. Oh God, that's yeah. so much fun. You remember? You remember Nodder, right? Of course, dude. So, so me and Nodder got to go to the set of Deal or No Deal because Vic Cohen, who writes for Howie, invited us, and we got to hang out with Howie and like have lunch with him, and it was super, super cool because that guy Howie Mandel is yeah. amazing. So we're sitting there, the four of us, and we're real new in stand up. Okay, so we're sitting there having lunch with him, and he goes, um, "So, Stephen, you uh, you go on the road, you doing road work and stuff on the on the road?" And I go, "No, not really, Howie. I'm uh, I'm I'm just uh, I'm just you know trying trying my best, doing lots of sets and you know performing." And he goes, uh, "How long? Uh, what about what about you? You doing road work? Uh, what's your name?" And the guy Nodder goes, uh, "Me, Nodder." And I go, uh, "He goes, no, I I don't I don't do it." Not really. And he goes, how long you been doing it for? How long you been doing stand for? And Nodder goes, um, uh, four years. And Howie goes, uh, are you lying to me? <laughs> and Nodder goes, what? And he goes, you're lying? Why would you lie to me? 
And he goes, what do you, what? I'm not, I'm not lying. And he goes, Stephen, how long have you been doing stand-up? And I go, three years. And he goes, see, that's not lying. He didn't lie. You're lying. Why would you lie? And he was, he was lying. He'd yeah. only been doing it for two years. Yeah. And he goes, yeah. he goes, why would you lie? Why would you lie to me? Like of all people. And Nader goes, I, 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 I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not lying. And he goes, okay. And he gets real quiet. And then, uh, Vic Cohen goes, so Nodder's a real estate agent. Um, uh, he actually helped me find a, find a, a home at one point, you know, I was looking for a home and he helped me find it. And uh, he goes, how long have you been doing that? Four years. <laughs> <laughs> and the fucking, and we all laughed and Nodder just sat there in silence. Uh, and I was like, holy shit. Yeah. He was great. That that's was such amazing. a great moment. Shit. I loved that. And then I got, I had to follow Howie at the laugh factory. Oh, and fuck. yeah, and Howie, he, just like just like a, about six months ago, wow. and Howie went up on stage and did a half hour mm-hmm. before I went up to do mm-hmm. my ten. He did a half hour of oh, Vegas, like yeah, like Tony winning material, mm-hmm. right? Like yeah. his Broadway one man, like he's he's working on his actual act for the road. Oh god, yeah. it out. Yeah, it was the it's the hardest thing I've ever had to follow in my career. Like that that that's probably the meanest uh, thing that yeah. I've ever had. That to happened follow. to me with, in Mobile, Alabama. I, what I got like trick Duncan Trussell, mischievous Duncan Trussell, <laughs> tricked me into doing a pseudo celebrity golf tournament. In Mobile, Alabama. Oh, my God. What? <laughs> and I was like the closest thing to a celebrity because like the other guy dropped out that was supposed to mm-hmm. come with me. I had just done some Nike golf commercials. And so yes. that was the big bill was meet the guy from the Nike, <laughs> meet the guy from the Nike commercials who doesn't actually play yeah, golf. Exactly. Yeah. And so I get down there and everyone's just wonderful. But because I'm there, a Southern magician <laughs> didn't get booked. Uh-huh. And so he kind of confronts me in the bathroom. He's like, well, you better bring it tonight. <laughs> he's like, you got, a, you got a real show to do. And so he's laying on some like psychological <laughs> warfare in the bathroom. I come there out needs of to the be bathroom. a movie about this. <laughs> there, yeah, I come out of the bathroom. Killer Bees. Are, you, are any of you guys familiar with him? The, he, he's a road comic. He yeah. was, he's okay. famous. Sure. He's like Mobile's favorite son, okay. basically. Oh, Killer, God, his name is Killer Bees. Yeah, that's I thought his, you meant his Killer stage name. Yeah, mm-hmm. oh, I was imagining. Uh, he had okay. a thin guy had a mullet. Uh, did a like every two months he does a new commercial for a Toyota dealership okay. there or something. So he's big and real big there. Yeah, the guy who booked us through Duncan <laughs> goes. Sees me, sees Killer Bees. Now, Killer had come out here early, like during the 80s boom, mm-hmm. and he'd done like all the places, Catch, sure. Rising. Of course. And he'd, he'd been on TV numerous times and stuff. And the guy booking the show looks at the two of us and he goes, well, we flew Mike out from Hollywood. So, uh, Killer, why don't you just open for Mike? You do 10 minutes <laughs> and then Mike, you do an hour. Now, at that time, I had about a half hour yeah. shaky yeah. <laughs> and maybe 15 minutes of it is clean. Yeah. And you got like another and, like 20 minutes of premises right. that are ideas you've been working on. Yeah. And, uh, and I'm like trying to go, but I don't but think. I, and, but, uh, and then he goes, now go on shoe. And so we leave <laughs> and Killer Bees looks at me and he goes, son. I'm wearing a $12,000 suit. I'm going to bury you. And I was like, no, fuck. So so Killer goes on stage 
and annihilates. Does like 10 minutes of the most glorious stand-up yeah. that has ever been performed over the Mason-Dixon line. <laughs> Holy just shit. Just fucking crushes. Uh. And while he's on stage, card player guy, card trick guy, mm-hmm. uh, close-up magic guy comes up to me and he goes, see that table right there? And I go, that one there? And he goes, yeah, smart ass. That's the governor. <laughs> I go up and do about 40 minutes of the worst crowd work uh, I've ever done. And the only thing worse than bombing in the South is they had a party afterwards and you had to hang out. You had to it. hang out, yeah. And, oh. and, and everyone is so faux polite mm-hmm. during that. It was another two hours of, well, bless your heart, you did a great job. Yeah, I've had you that know? happen. Oh, uh, shit. Where it, um, I did murder. Just well, the okay. worst. We remember that's, we that's my favorite. That's like maybe we have like two of my favorite stories on the show. Yeah, we went to Vegas for a wedding uh, that we went to, and I got a call on the way out. Oh, from, for uh, for our our shitty shitty old friend who's not our friend anymore. Uh, well, the wedding was for our friend. Oh, for wait, is it for our friend that we love or our yes, friend that our we friend don't who love? We love who just. Oh, okay. Are we I love. So we're out there oh, in love, Vegas for I that love that wedding. friend. Okay, and good. Then, but I got a phone we're call. We're gonna put this code in the show notes for everyone. <laughs> yeah, it's it. We were out there for Anthony Ramos' wedding, who's a great guy. Oh, I love yeah. Anthony Ramos. But on the way out, I got a phone He's my call friend. from somebody saying, hey, uh, we would like you to perform at this birthday party uh, for this girl who you know who goes to the Canoga Park Bowl all the time and watches you do stand-up, and she says you're her favorite comedian. Oh. Uh, but this is a group of development dis- developmentally disabled adults who go to the Canoga Park Bowl, and we used to watch the stand-up show there when I would MC. And sure. they said, hey, we'd like you to come do the birthday party for it. I'm like, oh, I love this group of people. They're a great, great time. They're very nice love people. Doing it. Yeah. So I go, and it turns out that this girl is dating somebody who's a uh, aspiring professional wrestler who's about 45 uh, years old, which I think if you're still aspiring at 45 to be a professional wrestler, it's not going to happen. You're just a fat guy with a hobby involving tights at this point, right? Yeah, it's pretty bad. Like it, it's not really going to happen for you. And I no. go and I do this birthday party, uh, and it's so a group of about 10 of these uh, fantastic people who I love, who had a great time, and about 40 wannabe professional wrestlers in the room who hated me, <laughs> hated me through that show. And I'm sitting around, and it's a birthday party for this girl who I know and like. So the stand-up portion was just me at the beginning of the party. I did a half hour, just ate a dick. Oh, <laughs> just God. Ate, oh, it was awful. Just for half an hour, just nothing. The chuckles from one part of the room and just death stares from oh, the other part of the room. God. And an audience that could clearly beat you And they could all kick my ass. Yeah. 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 So, and then that part of it wraps up. And then I have to stick around for the hour for her birthday oh, party because I told her I'd stay for her birthday party. Oh, no. Yeah, it was, that was brutal. That's really like parties bad. After, yeah. I will never agree to do a gig if there's a party after the gig that I'm required yeah. to stay at. If I can leave afterwards... Yeah. I'm okay with it because then if I do good, then I must hang out and party. But if I if, if I do bad, I'm not going to stick around for that. No I know way. what that's like. That's like, terrible. After I had sex with a model, like she wanted a cuddle for. A, <laughs> I, I get yes. It's yes! so it's exactly so I like get that. I it's get, exactly I, what it's like, Josh. And it's like, come on, I want to. Jeez, I Josh Sussman, so bringing well. the heat. I have TV shows to watch. Yeah. <laughs> and you've got cum on your face. Right? <laughs> this is not the time for cuddling. Yeah. After Glickman, go he's like, bathroom. you got cum on your wall. I got to go clean it up. So. Between all the cum that me and Steven expel. Uh, that's, oh, that's, that's not something I want to think about ever again. Too late. 
Too yeah. late. My cum is the same as your cum, Matt. <laughs> oh my god! I don't think it is. That's the point. No, <laughs> it's the whole point of cum. Like, everyone has their own. No, but but if we we, we if, can change the subject now, can't we? Please. Me, if we, if, no, if, if I came on the table, and, into cum. if he came on the table, and I came on the table, and no, you, wouldn't you wouldn't be able, able to, to tell. know the difference. No. Yes. Yeah, all you, you wouldn't know till like nine months later. That's what I'm saying. Then you get a ginger, and but, you're like, oh, that was Matt. That's it's very definitely true. different. One of yeah. one of those batches uh, wins Screen like Actor Guild awards. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Josh, thank you. SAG award winner. That's right, SAG award winner. I got, I got one, one of those. Wins Shorty awards. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Which is the most meaningless award of the world that I have won. <laughs> oh, yeah. that's a good. I one. I won an award for tweeting. Hey, you got to go to New York and do a whole thing. By the way, they didn't give an award to the guy who invented Twitter, who did something important. They gave an award to me who made dick jokes about Justin Bieber on Twitter for a year. That's true. You really did. That's really what happened. You had to campaign for that, though. I did. It was a real thing. I remember. Yeah. Yeah. You you had a lot of anger against Justin. I remember. I really did. Yeah. Yeah. He wrote a lot of good jokes. And look look at him now. What was the golden tweet? What was the one that sent you over the, Uh, the moon on that? Let me see if I can remember exactly how it went, because it was... Uh, okay. Because <laughs> uh, I used to do it based on trending topics, and Justin and Selena was trending, because your old co-star Selena Gomez used to date Justin Bieber. Mm-hmm. And I think the tweet I had that was the winning tweet was, uh, Justin and Selena sitting in a tree, A-N-N-O-Y-I-N-G. <laughs> uh, first comes love, then comes cheating... Then comes and there was some girl who said that she had a baby with Justin Bieber at the time. I forget her name. I and know. it was that name with Justin's baby. I mean, I made it rhyme. I forget exactly what it was, but it was a whole thing. And it was just like a, a mean dig at like multiple levels. And they were like, and the, "Sir, the you get an award for that." Yeah. Rhyming's always Mike, good. Mike, do you write do you write jokes on uh, on yeah. Twitter? Are you a Twitter joke I think person? The, the last time that I wrote like a current events type joke. Mm-hmm. On Twitter was when I heard that Ben Affleck was going to play Batman. <laughs> really? And the the joke I wrote was, "You would think having your parents murdered in front of you would be the worst thing that could happen to Batman." <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's really yeah. funny. Now all of the good tweets that I write wind up in the monologue for the nighttime show. Yeah. That's Basically, very that's, very yeah, true. Yeah. yeah. No, I know. I was trying to see if there's ever if I ever write anything that's not self promotion on Twitter. You never do. I really no, do. I no, almost, it's all storks all the time now. I'm I'm looking to see if there's anything. By the um, way, if you want to see the most depressing, unfunny Twitter feed, it's from the person you would not expect to have an unfunny Twitter feed. It's Mel Brooks, <laughs> who's a genius. He's yeah. like the Pope of comedy, I like to refer to him, right? Yeah. Super nice guy when we met him. Uh, but all of his tweets are about people that he worked with who are now dead. Yeah, like it's like just a oh, list. It's so like, sad. He's at Bill that age. Silver's dead. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It is so sad. Check out this funny. Gene tweet. Wilder. All right, dead. I'm gonna read Josh Sussman's yeah, funny dead. tweet. All right, you read his funny tweet. I'm gonna find one. It just occurred to me if Denzel Washington and Adina Menzel fell in love and got married, and Denzel <laughs> took Adina's name, he would be Denzel Menzel. That's pretty. That's. that's Ooh, I could hear the silence. The crickets. <laughs> no, it was good. We just kind of knew where it was going. Yeah. yeah. No, it it's all right. Hard not to. Uh, it got hundred and fifty likes. All right. Okay. Here's here's something that I was posting. I posted a picture of Matt Walker, and he's reading a magazine. That's that's the name of the magazine is Rock and Gem Magazine. Yes. And it says fact. Funny Matt is so old. This magazine is about the toys he had when he was a kid. Yes. Um. And then uh, 
Then there. Let's see. Hang on. Hang on. I'm looking for one more, but I feel like I'm. Not, I, this is going to be not worth doing. I think this I, is a waste of our time on this podcast. Really? Yes. Oh man, I just wanted to have like one joke. That I you wrote. have great jokes. No, I just don't write. You know what I, I wrote about the other day? You just don't put them on Twitter. I know, I know. I don't do that very often. I really don't. I wrote something the other day about how I uh, I think kiwi is the worst fruit. Mm-hmm. Because it's a bullshit fruit. Because And you ask people, how do you eat a kiwi? They say, how do you eat a kiwi, Matt? Uh, you throw away the kiwi, you eat an orange like a fucking man. Yeah, exactly. That was your response, yeah. and I think that's a good one. Uh, that's a, I think that was Josh, how do you, how do you eat a Josh, how do you eat a kiwi? Um, I put the whole thing on my mouth. And <laughs> you rub it on your face awkwardly? No. Well, they're small. Well, if they're cut up, I just put it in my mouth and I <sighs> suck up the juice. God, it's like the, what, what are we ta- What are we doing? <laughs> what are we doing? All right. Well, let me tell you more about Disneyland because that's what I wanted. Yeah, to, talk to okay. me Let me tell you about one of their new things that started this year that I have not done yet What's that I want to do. Afternoon tea. What is that? It's at the Disneyland Hotel. Is the Mad Hatter there? I hope so. I haven't done it. Hey, Matt, we should go for afternoon tea at the Disneyland Hotel. A friend of mine works at the hotel there. Oh, yeah? No, the Grand California Hotel, I think, is where he works. They have three hotels. They have the Grand Californian, the Paradise Pier, Disneyland Hotel. Let's all of us go for afternoon tea. Okay. Afternoon tea. What do you get? uh, Wait, what do you get with tea? Is it like a sandwich or something? I think so. I don't know. And then for Halloween. How much afternoon tea set you back? Yeah, about $14,000. It might be like $50. All right. $50 per person? And you and you get tea. I can't go every afternoon. I'll go go once. Yeah, let's go once. I'll go for one afternoon. I will go one time for afternoon tea if we film it. Or in October they're gonna have trick or tea. So it's like Halloween Halloween tea. Halloween tea. Halloween tree tea. Yeah, will Jack Skellington be there? I imagine so. Trick or tea makes me think the other option is urine. <laughs> like yeah, trick or tea. Oh, oh, you got the trick, Mike Black. <laughs> Mike, I know you post a lot of pictures oh. of uh, of toys online. Has has uh, when like I have you ever had toys get in the way of like have you have you ever had toys get in the way of like a relationship or of people because you have no, a lot of fucking toys. Yeah, but I don't have a lot of relationships. <laughs> right, it's funny how that works out. Uh, no, I just I don't date, so that. Uh, solves that problem. Well, when you when you had you've had girlfriends, you've had girlfriends though, yeah, and dates. But they, I, I stumble into them. Right. I don't, <laughs> I don't court. I don't have crushes. I don't pine over ladies. Uh, I get that. If if a lady likes me, I date her until she realizes it was a mistake. <laughs> <laughs> then, How long does that typically last for? Like, what's the How long longest? Take? Usually two weeks. So it's in the two week range. They go from I can change him to it's not worth changing. It's a lot more work than I sign up. It would really to change me. It would take like four girlfriends at once. What do they want okay. to change? The well, the toy collecting for starters. How many? Do- start, how many? Yeah. Let me ask, let's uh, say this. They how like many me toys? To have a job. All mm-hmm. sorts of like things that girls want. I don't want. To how do. many toys do you buy a week? Thirty five. No, I don't know. I really don't know. Do you have an idea of how many you buy in a Probably week? Probably three or four. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. That was my big problem That's, with. I'm doing this. I'm doing about the same numbers as you right now because yeah. it, every, I'm counting like video games. Do we need to have a though. toy intervention with no, both no. of you? No, 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 no. I go to 
I go to toy shops in the Valley, mm-hmm. Universal Comics. I go there yeah. uh, because they have all. The, I'm I'm right now. I'm only collecting 1980s Star Wars action figures, and yeah, right. every once in a while. Mm-hmm. Some G.I. Joe vintage characters from yeah. back in the day. Do you remember? But that's when it. We went that's to it. one of these stores you like to go to. Yep. And you were all checking out the toys. Remember what I was checking out? No. Political campaign buttons from the 60s that they had. Yeah. And I was like, oh, oh there's an yeah. LBJ button. How much do you want for that? And they wanted like 20 bucks. And I'm like, nah, I like LBJ, but not for 20 bucks. <laughs> yeah. Did yeah, you exactly. ever go with us to Frankenson's? No, but I, I live out there. So you should go because they, there's oh, yeah, one you were gonna meet us. all like history. Things they had like uh, a bumper sticker that I gave to a friend of mine that uh, was uh, Nixon for women. <laughs> oh, that's so great! Or no, women for Nixon. The yeah. other way around. Well, right oh. now I do live uh, yeah. two blocks away from Richard Nixon's high school. Whoa! Currently. Bragging. Yeah. <laughs> Though I'm moving soon. You're moving. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This uh, it's a huge Why deal. Why would you for... move away from Richard Nixon's high school? It's time. <laughs> a lot of changes happening. A lot of changes. The moving same, moving the same to a new place. Nixon did. Yeah. <laughs> to pursue the presidency. Yes. I'm going to I'm going to start my path towards the White House. <laughs> Where are you moving to? By the way, uh, by Mon- the way, disturbing political news by the way. I found out this week uh something I never really cared to know, but apparently I own some of the same kind of underwear that Anthony Weiner wears because I saw a photo and I was like Oh, I have those same jockey boxer oh. briefs. Are we going to, uh, is this the time where we talk about Matt's penis? Is that, <laughs> Jesus. Mike, is that what we're doing? Uh, you're always looking for a time to talk about <laughs> Josh, it. let me what? tell you a quick story. Wait, this we is don't a, need to talk about it. No, 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 no. Uh, I'm going to tell, tell you this is a true story. Uh, can, can we say that there's a girl in the room? And I don't want to say your name. Should I say your name? No. 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 Okay, so there's a girl in the room who's well, friends with Matt, but this is a true thing. She it's probably f- already knows. She probably already knows. No, she probably already no, knows. No. I, maybe she doesn't know. Maybe she doesn't know. But this is a this is a true fact, Josh. And this really this really happened. I was sitting next to him. I've known Matt Walker now 14, 15 years, and we're sitting next to each other uh, one night a few years ago. A few years ago, a couple of years ago. It's still it's still to this day. It's one of the worst <laughs> days of my life. We're sitting there, and she he goes, hey. uh, he goes, hey, you want to see a sexy picture on my phone as a of a lady? And I go, oh, okay, I guess. And it wasn't like it wasn't like a a like of a lady that he knew. It was just there was like a, it was like a lady or something, right? It was like a sexy lady picture. I don't know. It, it was a photo I'd been sent. Yeah, a girl, some girl <laughs> sent him a picture. I get to and then send he photos like he goes, you want to see this picture of this lady? I go, okay. And he opens his phone out to show me, and instead of showing me a picture of the lady. Is, is, is there's a picture of his penis? All right. <laughs> it's not, and, but, now, and how do you know it's his? Because this is a full body. No, well, I don't think guys are sending him pictures of this. But it, he goes, he goes, would, don't make, he goes, don't make, he goes, don't make a big deal. Imagine de- the pubic hair. It's <laughs> possible. But he goes, he goes. It. I go, oh god. I went, oh god. Is what I said. <laughs> so he's a true redhead. And yeah, and then he goes, don't uh, make a big deal of it. I go, make a big deal of it. You took it with panorama. <laughs> it's a very large photograph. So, you, was, so he's well endowed. It's it's to the point How that red it's red is my face right now. By the way, pretty red. <laughs> yeah, but here's what happens. Here's this son of a bitch. What happens? Okay. So then I I go I go well great hanging out pal right. I go first of all I like that you get pissed off when you I see got mad I got very mad like, because I, I was don't know like if I can be friends with you anymore. <laughs> well because you know Matt's always trying to write jokes you know he's always trying to write jokes it's like right. just do porn like you're <laughs> yeah. fucking in the wrong business yeah like. 
quit fucking around. If I was really good at jumping, you'd be like, be an Olympian. Yeah. You know, you didn't tell me to do something. <sighs> Matt, you have a gift. So yeah, here's what happened, Josh, is I go to bed that night. Okay. I'm, this is the end of the story. I go to bed that night. I try to go to sleep. Okay. And I have a dream. The giant penis is chasing me down the street. Okay. <laughs> and it's, the tip of it is opening and going, going, Steven, it's me, your buddy, man. Don't you want to hang out? And like stuff's <laughs> shooting out of it as it's chasing. And it was big. I mean, it's seven feet tall chasing me. And I'm screaming. I wake up next to my girlfriend in bed. I'm covered in sweat. She goes, Oh my God, are you okay? You seem frazzled. Do you have a nightmare? I go, I did have a nightmare. She goes, What was your nightmare? I go, I go, I want to talk about it. I don't want to talk about it. And we've never <laughs> spoken about it since. I remember Matt being uh, sweet on a certain female comic who I won't mention by name. Uh, yeah, sure. But uh, when was that? Was, you, you'll know when I say that uh, you told Stephen that's what a woman should look like. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, I took great pleasure in showing him a picture of her boyfriend. Who looked just like me. But with a smaller penis. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you know what? When we were doing the podcast, I uh, when I was doing date fails, I made because uh, Kate Quigley, you were on the podcast. I yes. made and I'm, you I'm, told this story on that podcast. Yeah, well. and I told the story then, and I said, Kate, uh, this is a true story, and she was like, I don't believe it. I want to see it, and so he t- showed she her. Made me. I made him on the air phone. show it to her, and I've never seen a more terrified Kate Quigley in my life. <laughs> this poor girl looked like she'd seen Kate Quigley, who's had sex with poor. Stars. Yes. Yes. Well, just Documented. out of curiosity now, like, do you still have this picture? Oh, I, I no. Don't. See, Sussman, this, is, this is why you can't. This man, you made it weird. <laughs> just, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just a curious Josh. I'm just this a curious. Is that, that friend of yours. <laughs> this is, is why the guy is on Hollywood Boulevard signals. is getting yeah. big. Yeah, seriously. Come on, man. Um, I was trying to be supportive and encouraging. Everyone was embarrassing him, <laughs> and I'm letting you know. You're man, right. I, we I support were penis you. shaming. We were and penis that's, shaming, that's and it's but okay. if you do listen to that Datefeld's episode, you will hear the greatest story I've ever heard in my entire life. If you listen to Joey Chestnut's story, yeah, it was a really great story, which is incredible. Which ended up on TMZ and yeah. stuff. Um, this story won't end up on TMZ no. because this is the dirtiest episode we've ever done of our show. It's, um, my apologies with Josh Sussman, who I would never have thought. Sweet. Sweet, sweet, innocent, sexy Josh Sussman. Um, Josh surprises um, me too. You're Josh. You're you're such a great guy, and we love spending time with you. I know that you just went through a breakup recently, but uh, is there romance in your future? Do you feel like you're 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 looking? Are you out there looking? Well, I just re-downloaded Tinder, Mm -hmm. and I've been swiping right, (laughs) baby. But I did that at the airport. Just because a lot less pressure knowing hey, I'm getting on a plane. It's just fun to match. I yeah, just, yeah, I, get, I don't yeah, have yeah. to meet up with anyone. I you, don't, any you're you guys your own version of the match game. I need to ask you something for my grandmother. Um, <laughs> um, oh, hey, because my grandmother did not like Steve Harvey on Family Feud. Where is he even on your list? Uh, I love Steve Harvey on Family Feud. I'll have you know. My grandmother thought he mumbled. She was saying he. She would talk about his mumbling, and he, he would use slang. Does my grandmother did not better. Uh, but I think he does a great job on that show. I'm a big fan of his work on on Family Feud. Or Louis Anderson. I love how we keep Louis getting Anderson's back okay. to to game shows. To something I know something so about. So weird. Oh well, it's once the weirdest thing that's ever happened. When these microphones are turned off, I'm going to follow Matt all the way to his car and just ask him about even more, oh. more about his list. Oh God, this is a whole thing. Um, Josh, where uh, where can people find you, and what do you have coming up in your life? 
Okay, well, you could find me on Instagram, Mr. Josh Sussman, on Facebook, Mr. Josh Sussman, and Twitter, Josh Sussman. He's mixing it up. He's less formal on Twitter. Yeah. Yeah. Casual on Twitter. I wish I could have the same one on all of them, but uh, there was take. Josh Sussman was taken on Instagram and taken on Facebook. So I don't know what that means. You got to hunt down those other Josh Sussmans and kill them. You can be the only one. Do it like Highlander. You know, teen.com made a list of the 16th hottest Joshes. I actually made the top 16. Congratulations. And I have thought about hunting down the other Joshes. Now, are they the imposters of you? Um, no, no, it's the 16. I was 16, so there were mm-hmm. 15 ahead of me. I think Josh Gad was 15. I think Josh, Josh Gad was ahead of you. Yeah. Oh, that's a that list is Horseshit. bogus. Come on. It's by team.com. Josh Do Hamill in front of you too. Yeah. Oh, that's bogus list. Yeah, bogus. Fuck, fuck it's a bogus list. No, but You're I, the hottest Josh that's ever been on this podcast. I, I say that agree. without a doubt. Well, usually I think they do just the top 15, but I think they made it a top 16 to include me. So I, I think felt so. good about it. That's pretty they sweet. They want to be inclusive. I, they want to make sure they got you in. I love they it, They were buddy. astonished the voting came back the way it was. They said there were voting irregularities, and they wanted to make sure you were in there. Oh, oh, I'm gonna, my goal, yeah. I have goals. I'm going to mm-hmm. get up there. I'm going to want to crack yeah. that like top 12. Top 10. Are you going to start yes. doing stand-up again? I want to. All right, well, we got. I have funny stories to share. We got to get him. We, we got to get him back up on stage. We got to yeah. get you back on stage because you're so damn funny. Um, thank you for saying Mike it, Mike Black. What's happening with you? What's coming up? Well, I'm gonna go uh, ugly up Josh Gad. Okay, all right, good mm-hmm. first. Yeah, he's a sweet guy. We love him. Uh, sure, <laughs> he's whatever. <laughs> he's delicious, delicious. Um, I you can find me on Instagram uh, at Mike Black Attack, and I. Do the nighttime show with you every month, and that's yeah. about it. Mm-hmm. It's the sexiest the show sexiest in town. Show in town, and you're oh, you go on his Instagram, and you'll see toys like you wouldn't believe. Hey, did you see that email I sent you about going to the aliens thing tomorrow night? No, I sent you a thing about us going to Laguna Niguel for this aliens thing at Sinopolis. Let's By go. the way, the sexiest movie theater. If you've never been to Sinopolis, I haven't. We're going. Uh, maybe we'll do that tomorrow night. Um, oh, we and, are doing it cool. now. Okay, well. Matt, where can people find you in the world? Uh, you can go online and uh, just go to funnymat.com. I got links to all my profiles on there. Or if you think that I derailed the show and did a terrible job, let me know at mattwalkersucks.com. <laughs> yeah, and if you want to see his penis, just send him a direct message. <sighs> I'm just kidding. No, he doesn't send his dick pics. Obviously, he does because he has pictures on his no, phone. He, no, I'm I wondering. Hey, hey, uh. hey. It's hard to not take a picture of his penis. <laughs> It sounds like it's hard to take it if you have to go into a panoramic. I never go into panoramic. Sometimes, so sometimes I take a selfie and Matt's penis is in the picture and he's not even there. He's not even there. I live in Koreatown and his penis has been in a lot of my pictures. It's really in uncomfortable. Um, but it's- I would take a picture of it too. I take pictures of things I like. Um, <laughs> hey, Brian, our wonderful producer, hop on the mic for a second. Tell people where they can find you in the world. Get over here. Go. Say it. Oh, wait. Maybe we could play Limbo later. Yes. Hello. Brian, yes. you wonderful, sexy beast. Where can they find you on the internets? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at neverfunny. Which is a lie, by the way. What? He's lying when he says neverfunny. That's, no, that's, that's, that's his my Twitter, Twitter handle. handle. Your Twitter handle is neverfunny? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is Which that is true? not true. He's a liar on Twitter because he's funny all the time. Oh, he's very funny on yeah. Twitter. Well, that's Just nice. Just humble. Well, I, I, I love you, buddy, and I'm. I'm happy that you're here. I call him humble Brian. I'm so sorry that I continuously kept saying names that we have to bleep out. Yeah. Um, I'm uh, I'm Stephen Glickman, at Stephen Glickman, S-T-E-P-H-E-N Glickman on Twitter, Instagram, 
YouTube. Lots of fun things coming out shortly. Uh, you got to go check out uh, Loot Crate. We uh, we did this really, really funny spot. Oh, yeah. Mike was there when we were shooting it. Casper Van Dien was in it. All sorts of incredibly funny people. Waymond, Waymond from Workaholics shot mm-hmm. with us that day. And we shot at Hummingbird Ranch, which is uh, was last valued at $75 million. It's an amazing I'm saving home. up to buy it. Oh yeah, you're gonna yeah. you're gonna get it. You're gonna get it. It was a great. It was a lot of fun. And that video that we shot is hysterical. It'll come out very shortly. And then uh, the uh, pilot pens thing we did way back in the day. Mm-hmm. That thing is about to come out finally cool. after like seven eight months finally of approval. Yeah, yeah, it was a lot of, and, lot of time uh, on that. Are there any movies we should watch for in September? Um, yeah, there's this western. Yeah, the Magnificent uh, Seven remakes coming out. right? No, not that one. Um, it's a different one. It's a uh, it's star. It's a it's a western, mm-hmm. and it takes place in outer space, and it stars um, space cowboys. Something yeah, like? it stars um, Jesse the Body Ventura, mm-hmm. um, Dean, the ghost of Dean Martin, mm-hmm. and um, Gabriel Iglesias. I want to oh. see that movie. And the movie is called Storks, and you need to watch it. <laughs> oh, Warner really? Warner Brothers movie, and I'm in it also. Oh. Yeah. So that movie comes out September 23rd all over the U.S. And, and then what are you doing the next day? What's that? Oh, and then the next day, September 24th, is the next nighttime show at the Hollywood Improv. So cool. get your ass to the show, and we'll celebrate, and we'll have fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think we're even going to give away some tickets to... So, two some, storks some ideas at uh, at the show, yeah. and um, you know we're working on our our lineup for that one. This past show was completely insane, and videos from this last show are going to be up on my YouTube page. So don't forget to check Did you it do out. Your storks voice, my YouTube page. <laughs> I love you guys so much. Thanks for hanging out. I'm sorry this is this episode was not safe for work, but it definitely is not safe for work. But guess what? None of us care. Now you're telling everyone yeah. at this point. Yeah, maybe we should do an ad at the beginning that says it's no, not no. safe it's, for It's work. rated M on iTunes. Oh, it okay. has sexual content. Hey, I love you guys. Thanks for watching. Mwah. Thanks for listening to the Thanks Nighttime Show. I'm Stephen Kramer. Glickman, and I love you.